and welcome to Wildfire. I am Melanie, your host, boldly sharing my heart through my voice with you. May you find introspections from my words to help you on your journey of self-discovery and speaking your own truth, so that we as a collective may benefit from you, the individual. Episode 7. So I wanted to try to relate cleaning to living our lives, starting with this quote by Jordan Peterson that has been really on my mind lately. One of his podcasts talks about this subject, and it's a really powerful one. I think you should check it out if you have the time. Everyone could use some straight, real, hard truths these days. I wish I could buy you all a copy of this book. It's one of the ones that you want to reread over the years, and you have like 100 pages dog-eared. Um, it's a good one. 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos. So the quote is, Set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Um, it's the name of one of his chapters, one of the rules. Obviously, he means less about your actual house, though of course that is a very good point, and any Marie Kondo fans out there would see the benefits in simplifying and organizing your home. But he means more about yourself, your character, your goals, how you show up to life. Also, wouldn't it be nice if the people who are criticizing you had their shit together first? But who does? None of us. Working on ourselves is the very best thing we can do for everybody else. Um, what I'm realizing through all of the failures I go through and learning from all the people I look up to is that we need to first go inwards, clean out the bad stuff, sterilize. The definition of sterilize is make something free from other bacteria and living organisms. Anyone else out there burn a needle before piercing their brother's ear or letting their friend pierce their belly button? Good thing we torched the shit out of that needle. Another word is purify. One definition of purify is make ceremonially clean. I like that one. It To me, it shows intention and dedication in order to reach the word purify. Cleaning seems to be following me everywhere. I started writing this episode last weekend, actually, um, but life has been happening and since then, I've cleaned two of my houses, um, as well as my own, the one that I'm staying in. Um, we had an incident on the carpet where chocolate milk was spilled, and it is haunting me right now. Um, I'm wiping noses, I would consider that cleaning, and keeping grimy boy hands um, scrubbed and washed. Um, I've also been up against looking at little corners of my heart that are still needing to be cleaned out. Um, here's a story. When I was on the farm um, and I got pregnant, I became the kitchen mom. We all had one, one kitchen to share with each other. I ended up getting um, a little bit of my own towards the end. But for the majority of my stay there, um, we all had a community kitchen. So there were mostly guys most of the time. And some of them had just left their parents' houses to come on a farming adventure. So I'm sure you could imagine how much they actually cleaned. Um, love them, but it was frustrating. 
and the owner of the farm would get so mad that the kitchen just couldn't stay clean and we would have meetings about it we would have um we'd have to get together and he would talk story about roundabout way of respecting everyone else and taking pride in yourself and how the shape of the kitchen is a reflection of it um I so I was pretty pregnant once I stopped um picking up wheelbarrows and chopping down banana trees I um we thought I was gonna he was gonna come early so I had to be intentional about making sure I didn't overdo it so I ended up walking into this role of kitchen mom um along with making lunch for the workers I would clean I um I saw it was a need and it took away from them having to do it um instead of working which there was so much to do so um, that's what I ended up walking into. So I'd be the one to clean out the reach-in freezer turned refrigerator where anywhere from three to 12 people kept all of their food. So you just go right ahead and imagine what that would look like on the daily. Um, I would sweep the dog hair off of the porch or power wash the outdoor shower. Um, or sometimes I would just go into the outhouse and like bleach everything. Um, I'd switch over their laundry and hang or fold everything. I'd make sure the sheets and blankets from the people who'd stay at the retreats were washed and put away and accessible for the next day. Um, <laughs> so funny. The owner wanted to keep everything, and it drove me crazy. Some of the blankets and sleeping bags and pillows just needed to be thrown away. It was so moldy. Um, living in Hilo, Hawaii, everything gets moldy. So sometimes when he would leave, I would bring my car down and pack the things up that needed to leave the farm and take it to the dump I just knew like there were people that would come visit the farm for a day or a week or a couple or 10 days and they would be going through those bins looking for some blankets to use and I just was like half of this stuff nobody should sleep on and plus it is a representation of how we value them so I just took it upon myself and I did end up having the discussion so we ended up getting um some new stuff which was really nice and um that was pretty cool so this was my job to do and um along with my own home I had my own space to clean and my own kids and my own you know situation going on and um there's something about doing it for others though like every day all day (laughs) and complaining about it never made anything change so there was a lesson in just doing it regardless of right or wrong contribution from the others, um, you know, and I, I, like I said, like, I still have my stuff going on, but there was something else about me just tapping into that servitude and just doing it and not complaining about, well, he didn't do this, or I saw him do that, or this isn't my mess to clean up, but just something about just that was contribution, um, and it, it was a cool thing. I asked my friend from the farm um, for a quote for my website that I'm building, uh, and she sent me this one. Melanie's the kind of person who doesn't just take care of something, but makes it even better than you could have realized. In our communal living quarters, she was always making it feel like home. The attention to detail when she did something simple, like clean out the fridge, made me feel cared for. She prepared our spaces for retreat guests, and the generosity of her spirit was evident. The outhouse doesn't just get cleaned. It gets a sparkly new seat and handwritten instructions for hand washing. 
The special touch Melanie brings is realizing you don't need to feel like you're on a dirty farm. The aesthetic and organization of the spaces we inhabit affect karmic energy of the entire weekend, retreat, or lifestyle. And she gets that. These words meant so much to me. Um, It meant that she saw what my intentions were. It meant that she saw what I was doing. Sometimes it was hard because what I, the work I was doing didn't feel valued in a way, in the same way as, you know, a man who can go on the tractor and plow rows or weed um, guinea grass or, uh, you know, like the big heavy things that need to be done. Um, but I definitely, there was a majority of the time where I definitely did not feel valued in in taking part in this kind of work. So she saw me for what I was doing and, and these words, which came a couple months after I left the farm, um, just really helped me know that I did the best that I could and I did con- contribute and especially being a mom and um, I know that it was important and so it was good for that for me to hear those words. When I was um, going through a really hard time a year ago, I went to a retreat and I ended up um, needing to make a payment plan. So during the retreat, I realized that the insides of my heart were being scrubbed with a bristle brush. I needed this so badly. I felt like there was so much, you know, like build up and um, just hardened parts of my heart through resentment and bitterness and confusion and anger and Right in that retreat through things like, you know, all the things, if you guys know, you know, so song baths, acupuncture, EMDR therapy, clean foods, conversations, cranial sacral, river swims, and finally some sleep. Um, it started to like take these little chunks out of my heart and just like loosen up, start to loosen up some of that stuff that was in my heart. It didn't heal me and I had a lot of work to do after that, but it just kind of went in there and... um started like scratching at these things that just really were not beneficial for me and it was a bunch of things built up over the last 30 years and and a lot during the last um like year and a half before that if you guys are interested and want to know more about um how my life changed because of this retreat and how I it launched me started to launch me into making more confident decisions and making being confident myself um, jump over to my friend Sarah's podcast. It's called Show It Off. And it's um, all about her podcast is all about building confidence. And we have a little interview on there. So um, it's on any platform. Check it out. So in the later months after the retreat, I ended up trading my time for money that I owed. Um, I started going to her house once a week to clean for her. Like she has four kids. She was becoming a new single mom. She's an attentive and busy mom and is a healer. So she had so many other things to do than just clean the house. Like it's so dirty. You have to do it on the regular. When I was there, I felt so valued. I um I wrote an Instagram post about it and I wanted to share it. It was because I thought at the time it was a really good reflection for me to see what I was doing. So on August 29th, 2019, I wrote this. I've been cleaning a lot, my space, the farm, at the cafe, a friend's place, the insides of my heart. Before you get to cleaning, you evaluate, see what steps to take to best optimize your time, energy, and necessity for function. You just roll up your sleeves, listen to epic music or a motivating podcast or children laughing, and you get sweaty and take on the dirty stuff. But the reward, the zen, the shower afterwards makes it all worth it. 
I'm cleaning a friend's house because she did such a service for me back in April. She opened my heart up to myself. She saw I needed clarity, love, and support, and she allowed me to pay partially for that weekend. So now I'm taking a little time away from my boys or work or cleaning up my own place to give a service to her. She's got so many other things to do. She keeps saying how helpful the dopamine is, and she reminds me I am a Scorpio rabbit and sees me where I'm at and what my needs are. I'm so honored I'm able to give back to her in this way. As I scrub or haul or organize, I feel like I'm doing it more for myself. I reflect on that weekend and the lessons I learned in order to have made it through the last five months. I chat with her about what it means to be a family and what it takes to be a mother, to love myself and be a human in this world. How blessed am I? What an amazing thing bartering or work trade or exchanging talents are. There's no money exchange, just showing up in love with a good work ethic on both our parts. This post is dedicated to those who are scrubbing out their hearts in order to best serve themselves so they can in turn serve others. So going back to the Peterson quote, set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Cleaning isn't the most glamorous thing, but I know that it's helpful and it's important. You can compare sterilizing, cleaning, or purifying to how you can become a better person. When we were born and young, we are innocent and pure. The world gets us, gets to us, some worse than others. And we start collecting the quickly reproducing little thoughts of negativity and disgust and resentment and bitterness in the dark little corners of our hearts. As the years go by, that debris starts to feel like it's just a part of us, like we've always had it and always will. Walking into the attic or crawl space that has been neglected. But yet, it's the very perfect environment for those things to slowly grow is scary as hell. Sterilize that shit. Burn it into oblivion. Take care of what's going on within yourself before you tell other people how to live, or worse, judge them. Perfect order. Do you think we can ever accomplish that? Perfect order? I don't think we will ever have like our childhood traumas, our reactions, habits, parenting, timeliness finances, etc. in perfect order. So though we may strive for it because it's what's best for us as individuals and for all of us as one, we won't always have it down. But that's part of being real and authentic and vulnerable. I know that the more I become vulnerable, two things are happening. One, that I am being more accepted and appreciated for who I am, including my faults, within the right circle. And two, I am being more judged and ridiculed, obviously by those who don't quite have their own house in order. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but not consider the plank in your own? Matthew 7, 3. Well, because it's much easier. Because it's distracting us from our own shit. Because if you're fucked up, it's nice to point out that others are fucked up too. This is the struggle. This has been going on for way too long. And in Jesus' times, it was finally documented that we shouldn't be doing this. I can see this more clearly now. It doesn't take the sting off of it just because I see what's going on. And I also catch myself seeing the specks in other people's eyes. But I'm also feeling more compassion and grace than I ever have before. 
it's funny the more personal work you do on yourself tackling your own demons and cleaning out the grime within your soul the more you see how hurting other people are the less you react to shitty behavior on their part and what i have noticed the more grace i can give to people who really are struggling the better off we all are like i get it i get it I was, and I probably will be, I'm sure, um, such a nasty, angry little ball of confused fire for far too long. Sterilizing it all for me was showing up to very serious therapy, diving deep into ceremonial plant medicine, living and working on a community farm, and then walking away from a long and very dependent and toxic relationship. Those are the things that worked for me. Those are the things that set fire to some of my bad habits and the hardened heart that I was carrying. I know for me, when I was losing all sense of control and the crumbling of that relationship, I cleaned. When we weren't seeing eye to eye, fighting about all the things, um, instead of sitting with each other and just being present with those very hard conversations, I began to notice we, we'd both start cleaning or, or like you know, have an excuse to take the laundry down to the laundry machine. Um, you know, there was so much to do all the time, and I and I do get that, but what was more important then, like, what was, what would, what could you choose that's more important than being present for one another in those hardships? Um, I found that we both felt more in control through controlling our environment you know I couldn't control what his reaction was when I said something I couldn't control I couldn't make him look at me when I needed him to look at me I couldn't make him just stop what he was doing and say like we need to have this conversation I could not control that so what I could control was just turning around and starting to clean like just making my space clean that's something that I could control and I think this is a very common tactic You know, like my friend said when I was cleaning her place, you get dopamine from a reward-based chore. You could see immediate results in what you were doing. So, of course, you would kind of choose that when everything else was falling apart. Funny how it works, right? I have my own cleaning business now. Um, It's a very small startup, and I am so working on it and trying to grow it. And I'm learning all the new business things while I'm doing it. Um, but I am finding joy in making spaces clean for other people. I really am. It's it's so rewarding for me. Um, the way I'm looking at it is like a couple things. I I can get down on myself for scrubbing toilets. But if I look at it in a way where what I am doing is allowing, you know, the people who hire me, the owners of the house to be able to go do other things, then that's awesome. Like, that's super cool. I think it comes full circle. And a lot of the owners of the houses are really cool people. So I really do enjoy being able to have that service. Another thing is, you know, that I'm I'm able to have an income and build something that I can have for the future. I can, I go to it. I, um, listen to really cool podcasts or I listen to pumped up music. I get to bring my kids if I need to, which, you know, it's hard. It makes everything last longer, but that's okay. I get to hang out with my kids. They don't need to go anywhere else. And they're watching my work ethic and, and they really appreciate it. It's really so cute. Um, (laughs) rain is so sweet. Um, he, he got two vacuums for Christmas. 
because he just loves it. And I got him a little cleaning caddy. And um, by the way, if anyone knows a vacuum that actually works that's kid-sized, please send it, send me the link because I need that. Um, but when they come with me, rain sticks it out the longest. He just wants to spray and wipe and spray and wipe and spray and wipe. And he does that so long. I'm, I know he's, like, taken care of when he comes with me. Um, you know, also they're pretty good at picking up trash. They 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 find that instant gratification from it. They it's so it's super cute. They I it's kind of so bad because they end up wanting to pick up all the trash in the parking lot on the way from parking to the to the store and I'm like, "No, don't touch that." And then they're confused. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um I love that they get to watch this process though. I love that they get to see what's going on. Um, and how valuable it is to clean it. You know, I talk to them about what we're doing. I, I say, you know, people get to come stay here and really have a good time and enjoy themselves. They get to go on adventures and check out our city because I do rentals and mostly. And um, we are coming in here making it sparkly clean for them so they can feel comfortable and, and they can just do whatever they want. And so, I don't know. I think, I hope that's a cool thing for them in the future. But, um Anyways, okay, so <laughs> in conclusion, <sighs> cleaning, sterilizing, purifying, show up for the hard conversations, ask the uncomfortable questions, don't be afraid of the fire. Fire is good. Fire could be calling back and asking that person what they meant when they said something. Fire could be opening the door to your first therapy session. Fire could be sending the that honest text fire could be walking away from a bad relationship fire could be pushing the envelope fire could be packing up and moving fire could just be quiet like whatever gets you to knock that rubble that's been building in your heart since childhood and all the hardships you have gone through since then clinging to the bad habits of harboring the negativity that's your fire purify be intentional, be consistent with it. And you guys, this is a reminder for myself. Like this, this isn't a podcast of advice from the standpoint of someone who has risen above all of this and found the cure. And, you know, I can tell you how to do it. No, so far from it. This is, um, these are musings of the things I need to remind myself on the daily things that, you know, I would tell my friends, but I, I never tell myself the things that, I myself am working on. So this is my authentic part of it. Like, I hope you can see that. We're in all of this together. So I have some questions for you as we end our time here. When you get to cleaning, why are you doing it? Really, just observe it. Do you find there is um, like a crawl space of not of some not so awesome stuff tucked away in your heart somewhere that probably needs to be cleaned out what can you implement into your day week or year that you could that could help with this cleaning project you're about to take on and is there anyone you could bring into into your team that will help be an advocate for this process someone you can share this journey with and be accountable to grab your torch and sterilize that shit All right, so 
maybe now would be a good time to plug this in, but in addition to my cleaning business, I am also working with an online wellness company that has toxic-free cleaning supplies. They have over 400 products that are biodegradable, plant-based, and better for the environment, both for the planet and your home. My goal is to help people I love change their homes and then build their own business. As a product advocate, I have replaced the toxic products in my home as well as the homes I am cleaning. I also know that when people think of natural products, they, they think that they are not as, as effective. But in this company's case, that's not true. Not only are they scientifically proven to be just as efficient, but they have extremely high testing and approval standards. They make sure they keep their ingredients simple and have worked hard at using biodegradable packaging and also use concentrated formulas to cut back on the packaging that they used. Um, They have their own warehouse, so everything is manufactured straight up from them. And I think it's every, like, I don't think anything's older than two weeks. So I think that's pretty cool. And I have so much peace of mind in knowing the cleaning supplies I am using not only are kinder, kid-friendly, um... And okay on the surfaces I am cleaning, but they have also been tried and true for 30 years. Um, Another plus for this mom on a budget is um, they are the same price as the harsh products you see in Target or Walmart, if not cheaper. They're delivered to your door, and working with this company helps create a positive and motivating community. Their mission is to enhance the lives of those we touch by helping people reach their goals. So... You know, please reach out if you're interested in something like this. Um, if you guys know me, you know I'm I'm a bit picky, so I'm really vibing with this company right now. And I I have two passions: one, just really simplifying the products that we use and being better consumers, and also helping out, you know, anyone who wants to have a better income or create a create a community and um, have a great team. So. Hit me up if you're interested in any of that, and I would love to hear from you. Hey, if you guys want to connect with me on social media, I have a couple pages I manage. My personal one is Melbug2. If you're interested in plant-based foods and the ways I can balance and keep up in being in a kitchen or going out to eat, come follow me at an herbal perspective, three words, plus you get to see a bunch of pics of my cute kids. And of course, follow my page, Wildfire Podcast, for updates and discussions. And for my cleaning business, I have one called Eco Clean Colorado. See you over there. If you guys like my podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe. Maybe leave a few of your own words in the comments and share with a friend. Thank you and see you next week.